It's Thursday, January 9th. Today I sit down with Austin Ryan and we give our top 10 takeaways from a book called Duct Tape Marketing. Enjoy. Today, we're going to talk with Austin Ryan about a book that we just went through called Duct Tape Marketing. How's it going, Austin? It's going good. How about yourself? Doing great. You're usually behind the scenes here. You're now you and I. All right. I like this. I'm I'm pulling in the producer. I like it. Usually, I'm just clicking the record button, but now I'm actually talking. Yes. You are the subject matter expert now that you've you've read a book. You ever read a book before, Austin? First time for everything. <laughs> no. Actually, nowadays, I normally do audiobooks. It's yeah. kind of kind of the way the world's going right now. But it's always good to pick up a book and actually read it. It's something about the physical book, you know, getting through it. Feels yeah, good. Ab- yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, I've got mine sitting right in front of me and just taking notes. It's kind of – I like the analog version for certain things. Not everything, but uh, – right. Uh, yeah, it's kind of nice. So today we're um, to jump into it. We're going to go through the our ten takeaways, and so Austin did five of them that we'll go through uh, takeaways from the book, and uh, it's by John Jansh. Did I say that real quick? So I can get, and I'll say it so you don't have to say it. It's it was uh, he's a very he's got a very um, he's got a pod nice podcast, and just uh, I think I really like this book because. Um, it's really practical, so I like the duct tape things. I got I'm a small right. business owner. Uh, I sort I do all of uh, our marketing on the side along with Austin, and so we got we've got to be very practical about what we're right. doing. So and you've actually used this book in the past, haven't you? To sure have. It. Yeah, yeah. I went through it a while ago and sort of took what I could from it, and it was nice just sort of revisiting it with you and sort of seeing the things that uh, we had done before in the past. So I think right. a part of it. What's nice is having you on the team is um, is you know, you're coming and looking at things with some fresh eyes, but then I'm also trying to give some context, like well, why do we do things? Why do we do what right. we do? Right. And yeah, folks, usually when I bring up things to you, you're like, look at this, we did it two years ago, and this is why we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> so. Like Austin, go go have some fun. Go go yeah. find go 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 look for this, and when you need the answer, just come and talk to me. I'll show you what the answer is. <laughs> Yeah. So no, it's not always that way. It's I love having I love having somebody to come in and it's good for having uh, someone challenge what you're doing as well uh-huh. and having having somebody with uh, fresh eyes take a look at it and a different viewpoint on things. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So sure. what was your what was your first takeaway from the book? Okay, yeah, first takeaway was um, the author um, gives a good definition of marketing, a general definition. He says getting someone who has a need to know, like, and trust you. And then he says, turn that into try, buy, repeat, and refer. So then goal is to um, actually get people to refer you um, business. And that that was kind of eye-opening, just how much business we get from referrals and people that are our champions. So that that was interesting to read. Um, And then uh, along with that, um, once, um, in that process, you form a strategy and he was saying how, um, you don't do any tactical decisions before you got your strategy. 
Um, your strategy is basically the filter for the tactical decisions. It's really easy, um, I'm sure, as you're starting three world to to think of all these tactics that you want to do. And it, there's with the world of marketing, there's so much stuff that can pull you in every direction. So it was good to see um, that there was a filter to this, and um, just like from like the perspective of like maybe I want to one day start a business, you know, myself, and seeing that you know, it's filtered through strategy and um you get lost in all the tactical things if you aren't careful so yep that's cool yeah i think the other thing that uh uh you know this is like a, a he calls marketing a system that was one of the big things here with this is sort mm -hmm. of like creating right marketing is a system and so um that was nice to, you, it was good to read that and to emphasize that and and to and you can see that he puts a name to it yep. he likes to you know, put an actual name to things so people can know that this is our this three wheels marketing system. You can get more creative with the naming, I'm sure, but um, cool, kind of interesting, yeah. And we actually, when we went through this, gave the, our system. We, I, we tried to give it a name, which is helping clients succeed, and we did some mm -hmm. produce some training out of that. And we'll get into that in a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Number two, what was your number two? Number two um kind of goes along with um there's a lot of tactical things that you can be doing um but um it's kind of the content publishing model um saying that today's marketers must commit to producing content much as a publisher might yeah and so valuing the ability for a marketer to be a good publisher nowadays is very important so um it was interesting to see that um, and kind of describe marketers as publishers. And it makes a lot of sense the more you get into marketing because today's um, more about getting content out and um, not necessarily being the expert. You can, um, what I've learned a lot through Three Woes, I can't be the expert at all this um, specific um, SharePoint and techie things. It's yep. uh, kind of being the facilitator to get the content out, realizing that we have like categories of content and seeing where we can produce the content, um, like get people scheduled for podcast or blog post, which at Three World, we, um, every quarter we have each of our associates um, publish either a podcast or blog post. So it's good to, to see that um, teamwork there. So, yep, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, we, you, it's, you, a lot of our time um, when we talk about marketing is all about uh, content, creating content to share with others. And really, we'll get into more yeah. of that one of mine as well. But yeah, that's it's a it's like we're a small publishing. <laughs> we're we're getting blog yeah. posts out right now. We're producing content, you know, and so it's very important uh, for us. And uh, we'll get to this in a little bit, but it's about educating people. That marketing is about yep. education. It's about yep. helping people learn about something. And that's, right. And that's how you get them to trust. Yeah. That's part of the you know marketing definitions. You're absolutely correct. What's number three for you? Three is similar to two. It's marketing calendar. Uh huh. Um, because the scarcest resource in anyone's day is their time, and we can get pulled in multiple directions and. We've noticed this with our social media strategy, um, not um, 
not trying not to get pulled too hard into the social media strategy where we actually automate some of our content and um so it's automated through posts like blog posts um and um we also schedule it on hootsuite which is a nice tool to do and um you know every once in a while i go in and um actually every friday i do a unique post from um what's happening recently just to keep the um the the touch where yeah. it doesn't seem as automated um we try not to make it seem automated but nowadays you have to uh, allocate your time you know towards different things more than social media if we got if we got more value out of social media i'm sure we would dedicate more time towards it um but that's not like the core way that we get new business so yeah, it's inter it's interesting you mentioned that. I mean, for us, if on the social side of things, again with regards to strategy for your first one, um, we're in those we're in the business to business. We focus in on that's our that's the type of business that we're in. And you know, it's I think um, a lot of this is is a, it's about education. It's about um, there's an aspect of people um, giving back to the community, sort of like what we're learning, we're sharing and giving back to the community. Um, there's not a lot of like when people when it comes to work, there's some social interactions, but um, a lot of it is more about the uh, the the conversations that happen when you meet up with people or, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that people might in a business to business scenario. They're not out there talking in the in the social about it, but. Uh, as, as opposed to more of like the business to consumer, when you go and buy something, you like it, you go talk to your friends about it. Mm -hmm. um, there's the same type of thing, but in a business context, it's usually a little bit more private. It's usually done within structured, secure communication. So a lot of like reference calls and things like that that go on. So mm -hmm. it's still a part of marketing, but um, right. yeah. So and it, that's just very much like a like a what what um, yeah you know, the thinking about sort of how do people uh, communicate and what are the means in which they do that. So Right. And something unique about um, our blog post, um, realizing how we could we we get business through blog post, which is kind of um, unique when I um, when I discovered like that IT departments use um, our blog post sometimes whenever they have questions. And we can actually get business from um, whenever, you know, the, the project is either out of their scope or too big for them. Yeah. They can reference us because they got their information and they trust us, you know, as a source of good information. So. And there's it's um, what you come to find out is in a lot of these business to business, it's not one person making the decision mm -hmm. uh, more like business to consumer where a consumer goes out to the store, goes and right. buys. Thing. This is a group of people making a decision, and I think over the course of the years, we've been very strong about the technical, like having people feeling comfortable with us from a technical standpoint. Yeah. Um, the thing that we that's been challenging us over the last couple of years is more of getting out, reaching out to the business side, um, and really focusing in on what sort of business problems do we solve, as opposed to talking about the technology that we use for solving those business mm -hmm. problems. Right. All yeah. good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Talk to me about number four. What was your number four? Four is the ideal prospect profile. Uh huh. And we, um, so this is a 
basically painting a picture of your ideal client, um, which is um, it. He outlines it as a physical description plus what they want, plus their problem, plus how they buy, plus the best way to communicate with them is your ideal prospect profile. And um, we kind of took this in maybe a step forward and created customer personas and which um, these are like fictionalized um, buyer personas that represent um, kind of groupings of your ideal customers. Yep. And um, we got this, I, I think you got it from HubSpot the idea to do this. And we interviewed um, representations of each ideal um, client, each grouping, and yep. um, asked them certain questions to figure out um, why, like for example, why they decided with us in the first place and things, ways we can improve and understand them better. So that was, that was cool to see. Wasn't that interesting? It was based on we, some of the personas don't ever go to our website. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was unique. Yeah. Yeah. And one, uh, one of them, especially like they, and they, uh, it was interesting to find out sort of like they don't make the, they lean on somebody else within the organization for finding us. Um, one of the interesting things that uh, from those conversations was like, if you had to, if you were to Google something and find a company like Three Will, what would you Google? And right. from them about what what, <laughs> what it would be. Uh, that helps us with keywords, right? So we're thinking about for us, like right. finding that ne next next ideal customer because we what we want to do is find more of those ideal customers and right man there i think one of the things that'll be fun for this year is we're thinking about creating that group um basically like a council and having them all together and setting up something where we're um, spending more time with them maybe once a quarter uh where we're getting together with this group of uh, what we call our ideal customers we also got into the concept of champions too with that. Right. We'll talk about that maybe in a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, what anything um, else with with ideal prospects or anything else you want to add there? Um, I don't think so. Um, number five. Yeah, number five is talking logo, um, which is which is a cool um, kind of like elevator pitch uh, kind of thing. And um, so we kind of have a general talking logo. If you go to our website um, at the top, it says um, we help companies craft modern digital workplaces on the Microsoft cloud. And so that's kind of like a general um, way that we describe the company, but um, it's, it's cool to see. Um, so we have different, um, we have like delivery or sales, um, different people within our company. And it's, um, w during one of the meetings you hosted, you, um, asked them for, I think it was for homework to come up with their own talking logo, kind of like a short elevator pitch that is uh, like a sentence to describe, um, or to get the conversation going, not, yeah. you know, to kind of describe what we do, but not be too, you know, um, wordy with it so yeah 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 it was interesting how he sort of because it's more of like he get what he does is he gives like a 
a, a way to unfold a conversation at, like mm -hmm. at a dinner party or whatever or wherever you might be right um and i think the way what we came away with was like what when somebody asked what what come what three will does we, we say you know we help companies or teams work together better work together yeah. better sort of like our thing and then they might ask well how do you do that and then you can sort right. of start to branch off into well these are the different ways we get them all on the same platform we build applications that help them make better decisions and you can sort of go off into that and i think what was fun about that was sort of giving people like um ways of um you know you want to know who the audience is who's asking what this is but I like it when people just jump, when people go to examples of what we've done. So one of the best cases like I give to people is like, you know, have you, when you go into the AT&T store and you go to look at a new iPhone or the, the, they have a price card beside it. And then you start talking about how we built an application behind the scenes for how they um get that information to the store and how how is it where the where are the controls where are the what are the different groups that are involved with that or then talking about like next time you go to the atlanta braves they have a a, a daily one pager that everybody has in the park yep and how does that get produced it's actually multiple groups that are working together to get that single uh single page for that day uh, available to everyone and you, when you give examples it just it, it helps people i think so much more right and and, and what are we doing with all well, how is this helping them well it's helping them work together better but then you have to sort of really give a good concrete example i think that's a, an important part of this so right. those are great good job way to take well, notes on them and all that and that's i'm, I'm impressed austin <laughs> i'm mightily impressed so yeah. So as I look to remind, I think the one of the big things that I got was um, in addition to like was the buyer personas. I mean, it reminded me and we spent some time you know, meeting up with, um, you know, identifying we had the uh, the five key personas and the one negative. And then we came up, came up with some a persona for the partners that we worked with. And then we came up with the persona for. We used to do a lot of work with software companies or ISVs, and we created a persona for that. Um, again, again, this is a lot like around the strategy. Was it was cool to look at these and sort of think think through their eyes. What I'm again the thinking, what our clients are thinking, and really having a good understanding of that. And I, I enjoyed sort of calling up folks and asking them their, their questions and being surprised, maybe in some cases, by what they had to say. Um, and then just this whole idea of identifying your ideal client is that you, in the end, you're, there's, there's people out there, you, what your, you know, your company is not made to serve everyone. And so really trying to identify who is, who is the ideal client for us. Yeah. Um, and who's the negative persona. You know? Yeah. The negative persona that yeah. you had up there. Um, and I, it was funny for people who are listening to this, what we did with each one of the personas is. We, we, you know, we did, uh, you know, we described what their typical role was and we gave them a fictional name. But then we put in there a couple of examples of real examples of that persona. And I think that helps people with like, oh, this is this is like this type of person. And right. here's some examples of that person. It's just like when it's like back to the ideal, the, the talking logo. You get something like you need an instance of something. You need to see an example of something. And that really drives it home. And it was nice sort of like putting real examples of people. And then behind that was like putting 
links to their LinkedIn profile. So somebody could go see what is an example of uh, a C-level executive, you know, that we would be selling to and seeing what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing, after, you know, what is your, I also had the, the core marketing message, discovering what that is. I think that exercise was good. Mm-hmm. And it, it even, um, it was interesting because like Bruce this week, talked about, I don't know if you were in on that meeting, probably maybe not, but he was talking about, you know, Danny talked with us about what our core mess, marketing message is, uh-huh. and then he was talking about, but informally or unofficially, we, I oh, think yeah. it's this. And, and yeah. I actually, I want him, to, I want to incorporate what is the unofficial, like I want it to be real. Yeah. So like, if it sounds too much like marketing speak, I'd rather, I'd look at, look at what do people call it and, yeah. Yeah be open to maybe making some changes to it. If that's, it should just come off like this is come off very naturally. And this all sounds very easy to do, like describe your company in a a couple of sentences, but then when you do it right, you're ain't nothing easy when you're doing it for real, Um, your head explodes. And, you know, so it's something that's really um, takes time and we want to reflect reality with that. And so I think that was good for us to spend some time on that. So that was, I guess that's our number seven was was the core marketing message. Okay. I think for number eight was I I loved the exercise that we had with um with where we had like the different marketing um uh types of content that we create and mapping it over to every stage. I thought that was pretty cool and where we and also identifying like describing. What is a what is a suspect? What is a prospect? What is a right. client? What is right. a repeat client? What right. is a champion? And I think the big thing out of this was like, what do we do with our champions? What do we do with the people? And then I and also like defining what a champion is. And it was cool to see how that sort of fed into like this year, our wig for this year, where we said three will, you know, we are going to live and die based upon. Um, our champions referring work to us and re- right, referring right. that repeat work to us and trying to find more and more champions because those are the folks who go out and say, hey, I've worked with that three-wheel company and they're great and I trust them. This is what they did for me. Right, and right. that's better than, as you and I know, on the website, we can talk all we want. We can talk to our head explodes about how great we think we are, but it's who our it's what our clients say. It's the real words that they use to describe us. Which is marketing gold to us. That that, that that's let, yep, we yep. don't talk about. You know, and, and in fact, it goes against one of our core, you know, core values of you know, really being humble and humble servants. We're talking great stuff about. Let let our clients do the talking for that. So yep, I yep, like sort of mapping over the different stages and what are we doing from marketing st- uh, standpoint? What how are we serving each one of those stages and progressing? Cool. cool. Um, number nine, it, the, and I, all of mine came from part one. I actually, I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I ended up getting so much from the beginning part of this book, but, yep, uh, yep, yep. um, you know, education, I think that that might be the big, yeah, one of yeah. the big things as well here. Marketing is about educating. I always say that our best clients are, 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 are well-educated. They understand like, what's the difference from working with three well with working with other types of partners and, and our job within um, marketing is to build up that trust, which is these guys are competent. They know what they're doing. They have expertise in an area where I need help. They can actually solve my problem. 
there, you know, also there's a part of this as well that, um, you know, we have to be careful because, um, you know, we want to educate, but we don't want to overwhelm. We want to be easy to work with. And some of this, I, you know, it's funny because I think some of the content that we create, somebody goes out there and like looks at it. And I've seen this with like social sharing where people, where they looked at, they did some study about like all the sh people, things that people share with you, how often they actually read what they share. Mm -hmm. And very, it's a very minimal amount of things that they they almost want to like seem like they understand what they're doing. And I think they're doing that because it's just easy to do that. We need to be careful about not overwhelming people working with us. Right. Uh, but where they feel comfortable, where they look and they say these three will guys, uh, this three will company is a great, um, has expertise in this area. I don't need to know all that expertise, but I feel comfortable that they can solve my problem. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. The last one, um, number 10, which was sort of came out of this book, which was from the chapter nine, get your entire team involved in marketing. This is where um, one of the things out of the book, we created this um, client development system. And really the goal of that system is to create champions. And champion to us is someone who refers business to three will. And we ended up, uh, uh, Austin and I, going through and creating, it's almost like training content inside of Three Will of what do we do? What is our, what's, what is our strategy? What's our marketing system? And describing that to people inside of Three Will so that they have an understanding of what that is. Right. And we do that, um, we try at least during um, onboarding, mm -hmm. you know, to, to get people on board and understanding you know exactly um what our marketing tactics are and yep. how people should kind of talk about us and perceive us you know yep. with yep. Uh, like if you were making a powerpoint deck um to follow our templates and um don't mess with the logo you know <laughs> things like that yeah, I think it's um, and I, not a lot of people realize this, but like, let's take the let's take I'm creating a new PowerPoint for a new client and I decide to use crazy fonts or whatever that yeah. person person sees this and they see inconsistency, whereas opposed to three. Well, we want to ma maintain consistency like these. I can rely on these guys. You have something that is there's something incongruent about us it. like these yeah. There's there, this isn't this isn't a consistent product that I'm seeing from them, that yeah. product being a presentation. Yeah. And yeah. it's just it's the, and the, you I think we are doing something inside of three will where like the brand is that. And so how do we how do you make sure it's congruent that, that with who three will is as a brand and talking to people? And what I think what I've done, um, I've sometimes done a um, feel like I do a better job at marketing outside of three will than I do inside of three will. We're marketing ourselves like inside of three will. We really got to we're educating them, right? We're doing all the things that we're doing with our clients. Mm -hmm. We're educating them. We're you know describing the benefits of what do we do when we're doing marketing right, yeah. and um, and coming up with the training of that and coming up with and and teaching that to everybody inside of three will and educating them on why we do these things. Right. That was a part of this book. So part of the system. Any any system that you create 
is a is a is a, you've got to you've got to teach the people who are running that system to teach the people who are a part of that system. Right. Yeah. So that, that's a that was a good thing. I think you've done some good things with like uh, where you did branding doesn't just include our logo. It also includes like everything from like the employee profiles, like your our brand, a consistency across profiles. Right. Um, you know, yeah. just really, I think educating people inside of three will was. Uh, that chapter was a reminder that that's that's our responsibility as well. Yeah, it's so unique too that um, with the marketing, um, that's not necessarily like we're not our company isn't marketers, um, but the way that we're perceived is the way that we are perceived to do work. Yeah. And even though I'm not the developer, like just because maybe I'm inconsistent doesn't mean that the whatever we develop the product is not going to be um like a fantastic product but it you're right like it's kind of like the core of three will three will is consistent three will is you know so yep i've also i've often said sort of had this um we need to usually in the past i just say sell like we deliver but we we need to marketing and and sell like we deliver yeah to be because there's this whole yep. like if you can imagine um, when you first interact with a brand new company um, you're going to associate like if you ask for a quote or an uh, an estimate for something if that estimate is of high quality like like let's say somebody came over to to do um, put together an estimate to do a service like you're going to get your house like you're, you're going to get your room painted or something yeah. along those lines you're going to associate how their website, the estimate that they put together, all of that you're going to associate with how are they going to do when they perform the service for me? And it's yeah. got to all be congruent. It's got to be like, you know, because we've we've had for so many years, like you, you know this, like this past year we did the um, the NPS score and we had every single, we had a hundred, mm-hmm. we had every single person give us a nine or ten. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's great with delivery, but our we also have to make sure our you know our marketing and sales is as good as our delivery is. And mm-hmm. and if we don't do that, then we're not doing our job. And mm-hmm. it's got to be consistent. Um, so all good stuff. Thanks for doing this with me. Um, well, we'll, we'll we could well you know me. I I never stop learning. So we'll find some new stuff for us to go after. Mm-hmm. I might now that I'm doing a little bit more sales, I might actually follow up with and do with the sales team. There's a book called Duct Tape Sales. Interesting. So he takes okay. a lot of principles and he he maps it over to the sales process. And you can huh. if you want, you can sit in on that because everybody's in sales. You probably pick that up. <laughs> um, uh, when you're doing it as part of your job, you're doing it as part of your job. Everybody's a marketing and sales, so uh, maybe maybe we could do a little similar type of thing with this and pull in some of the sales folks with this as well. So yeah. uh, thanks for taking the time to do this. Thanks for coming up with your top five, and and I added mine in. And thanks to everybody for listening, and have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, 
please come by and see us at threewill.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.